Gabby, if it's one thing I've learned, <laughs> it's that if you're going to make a bit where you open up the podcast by opening a beer and you're not recording it when you open the first one, mm-hmm. you got to drink two in the night. That's right. You're doing it for the podcast. I'm drinking for the fans. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the first thing. I thought about this. I've been thinking about this all week. I've been saving it for right now. I've already raised the expectations too much. Is it considered lying if I'm misinformed? So if someone is intentionally misinforming you, they are the liars. No, 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 no. Person asked a question. I gave a definite answer, but I'm misinformed. Oh, then it's not lying. No, it's just, it's a combination of ignorance Thank and you. confidence. Thank you. If Is it lying if I then become informed, but then don't mention it? Yeah, because then you're just not telling the person and you know better. So what is that called? A lie of omission? I, I don't know. I'm not confident or smart <laughs> enough to okay. know that. Well, then I will, I will, I will bring it forward right now on the podcast. So everybody knows there are Choco Tacos in the refrigerator. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I thought, see, I was waiting to get your reaction from it. I was looking through the freezer and I was like, oh, look, there's Choco Tacos in there. Where? Hey, relax. I'm so upset right now. We're doing a podcast. Okay. You can't go eat no. Choco Tacos Everyone right out there, about a week ago, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Choco Tacos so bad. And this man sat on the couch looking me dead in my eyes. It was like, not a lie. I ate them all is what he said. It was not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said I ate them all. I said there's none left. And licking his fingers. I know. Oh, <laughs> like that lady licking the cake <laughs> off the kid? Oh, stop. Yeah, exactly. No. So I wasn't lying. I was just misinformed. There might be one left. I'll still have to venture out into America mm-hmm. fighting fighting uh, gas masks just to get taco Choco Tacos for you now. Is that what it is? Life and limb. I mean, I don't want you to risk your health, but I do like Choco Tacos. <laughs> so I have to go get them. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, speaking of which, uh, like, I don't want to talk about it because, like, we've been boring, like the rest of the world has been, because for obvious reasons, right? Uh, so there's been no zany or wacky things happening to us, except for the daily adventure that you get of, oh, boy, what's in the mail? <laughs> oh. oh, really? We're going to have this conversation? No, 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 no. Okay. You're just okay. excited about things in the mail, I assume. It's an adventure every single day, especially <laughs> when the sun is shining. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when I was not working, it was like, oh, I can't wait. To, just peering out the door like a dog waiting for the owner to come home, except for the owner was a mailman, and I was excited to see him. But I didn't have any bills. I don't know why I wanted mail. It was just something to do. Seriously, I heard the truck pull up earlier today i was like all right he's out wagging there. tail and everything <laughs> uh, but i did want to get your uh your your take on this right uh you have a career where uh, may i may i say what your career have we said what your career is is it okay i don't know if we have it's okay if you do okay i just want to get that first i want to ask before you like last time like way like episode two or three you just threw out my company name <laughs> oh thank goodness for editing that, that was the only thing i've ever edited on the show was you <laughs> saying my company name <laughs> i'm foolish yes uh but you work as a teacher uh-huh. right yes and you have a career where you never thought you'd ever telecommute correct that's correct how is telling me uh okay see this is where i'm going to take a sip of the beer 
uh, distance learning, they call it. And you yelled yeah. at me the first time I used that term. Uh, but how is telecommuting going for you? And is it all you thought it'd be cracked up to be? Or would you just rather be at work? I would like to get your perspective on it. I appreciate some of the perks that come with it, being able to really take a break when I need it. I actually have a lunch hour now that mm -hmm. I feel I'm not completely stressed and having to go run and do things like copy papers or whatever. But the problem is uh, you're also balancing. I'm sure a lot of people who are telecommuting right now who have kids understand this. But when you have a kid, especially a six-year-old who was also going through his own first grade distance learning okay. you're responsible for that child and also whatever your work is that's been really stressful there's also people washing dishes right now so shout out to those washing dishes right now i know seriously <laughs> and you know i have no reason to complain i'm so thankful that i have a job i mean and uh no i mean ugh. literally no i'm not saying like as a career or homeless i'm just saying some people listen to the podcast while they're washing dishes mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah that's true that's all i'm saying uh -huh. shout out to them Right. I see you. I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just turned around. So it's been interesting. I have, you know, five classes a day that I teach and everyone's starting to get used to it. This whole being on Zoom at the right time. They're all coming. They're punctual to the class. And Man, I wish I could have seen that coming. That's another one. I, I wish <laughs> I would dump some stock into Zoom real quick. Seriously. <laughs> I, I saw two guys the other day, two construction workers standing next to each other. And one was like, uh, someone, as I was walking up to him, one said, Zoom, that's like a health, that's a diet, right? And the guy goes, no, it's like a video conference. <laughs> and I was like, these are two burly guys that don't need to be talking about apps on phones. That's right. <laughs> he was like really scruffy. He was worse than me. Oh, okay. You couldn't see where his face started and his beard started or ended, you know, or where his face ended and his beard started. Just that's so strange. Yeah, just like a burly guy. Yeah. Uh, I like the normalcy of going to work. I mean, is that... So I do miss that. Okay. I miss... I miss the commute. I'm weird. I've always liked to drive. I like to listen to my music. I like to be goofy and sing along to my music sometimes and see dance. I like to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I like going to work. I, I don't want to wear a tie or anything like that, but I like the allure of like this 1950s uh, working man wearing a tie and like a short brim fedora or a pork <laughs> pie hat, right? Driving an Etzel and you get into work and you're sitting at your desk and you got nothing but like a black coffee, right? And then yes. a cigarette and the morning paper you got down from the corner, corner market from some guy you flipped a, a nickel to. <laughs> and no computer on the desk, right? No. It's just a, a, a cup of pencils. I don't know what you do at a job like that, but that's it's kind of what I want. <laughs> that's right. a job I want. Uh, every time I feel like I telecommute, I feel like uh, when I work from home, everything in the kitchen I'm going to eat. Mm, it's yeah and i keep pacing around a lot and i basically get dressed right before you get home to make it look like i've actually done something oh, okay well, <laughs> <laughs> now i've been fine about staying out of the kitchen it's more just because my schedule is so busy really from eight thirty to almost one o'clock i have classes straight through so you're okay and with it after yeah you enjoy it? i'm okay with it i really don't mind it 50 50 or rather be uh, which, what's your percentage so i miss seeing the kids in person i miss having i mean some lessons are so hard to teach just through this teleconference system but it's been a lot more doable than i thought it would be yeah well i mean i could do all my work from my bed that's fine i don't have the luxury of standing over somebody mm -hmm. when i need something done right and i'm even thinking of it an alternate um 
solution for this school play. We can't perform the school play through Zoom or anything, Mm -hmm. but I've seen this really cool. Well, a lot of people are doing it, like the living room concerts where everyone's videotaping themselves at home. I think you mentioned this to me before the celebrities started getting into this type of stuff. Yeah, like I've kind of had this idea of putting it all together and editing one major song from the school play that's super moving. It's a song that kind of always makes me cry whenever I hear it. It's well, really I don't inspirational. Need to cry here. Please don't cry here. But I want them all to perform it. And some of the kids who weren't expecting to sing, they're like, do I really have to do this? I'm like, well, I mean, I don't have to give you a solo in or anything, but yeah, be a part of the chorus. Like, I want your face there because you were a part of the cast and you put so much work in. So that's the plan. Good. I'll do two things. I will A, bleep out your last name. And B, start the show. Okay, sounds this good. This is Can't Win for Losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it podcast. Mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. I am your host, Boofer T. Justice. And on the day is today, we have actress, YouTuber, blurter of all personal information. Oh, I'm the worst. Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. Uh, At this point, Gab... If you would like to just give my social security number and my address, that'd be perfect. You you need the, you want me, here, let me get, I, let me flip my uh, credit card over. Here's the three little numbers. Just say those out loud on I'm the. S- I'm closing <laughs> my eyes right now. Uh, so that's fine. Uh, big news in the NBA. Really? I said it here first and I think the NBA listened and it's going to happen. The 10 part Michael Jordan temp- uh, documentary the Last Stand has moved up its release date to April 19th. We spoke. They listened. Nice. This is amazing. Yes. This something is... to look forward to. Right. They're not dropping it all at once. I think they're going to do a weekly thing, but it's wow. something to look forward to. That's Thank you so much, ESPN. <laughs> no. Thank me. Thank you, Boofer. <laughs> uh, that's all I have. In the, I, I, don't, I was going to do bankroll. I haven't bet on anything, obviously, because I'm not doing CPU, CPU bets. <laughs> uh, let's see uh, NFL news I talked about it uh, a couple episodes ago I haven't heard anything about it I saw something the, uh, the other day Antonio Brown worked out with Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is posted on AB's IG say that oh eight times goodness. fast <laughs> uh, and the one thing I don't like is now that people are see he, so since AB posted it on his IG I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't know it's, <laughs> why does that make me smile it's so stupid uh Everybody on ESPN, I don't like ex-players turn ESPN commenters saying someone can't or shouldn't get a job because whatever they've done in the past. Now, granted, I'm not backing up any of the stupid things AB did in his personal life where I don't I don't remember the allegations specifically, but I think he he got a little I don't think he got touchy or handsy. You're going to go look this up right now because you're not going to be able to look it up that quick because I don't think I got a hot take that's that long. I mean, I can pad for as much as I can, but I don't think your little fingers can Google that fast, right? Your Googling skills are getting better and better as the day goes on, but I don't know if it's fast enough for me to keep talking and then you can look it up. See, there's scrolling going on, and then when I know there's scrolling going on, 
You haven't figured out anything. So it was a civil complaint, (laughs) not criminal. Yeah. There's no reference to any criminal investigation. And it's for alleged rape. Alleged. So, okay. It's not being handled. Oh, no, 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 no. Rape boofer. I know. Okay. So, no, I, I remember reading it and there was some weird stuff that happened. I don't want to give it into it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it is a good thing or a bad thing. And then he also has his the situation with his kids or his wife or something like that. That's that right. Also happened more recent. Uh, but I know we just brought it up. Yes. But I'm not saying he can't get a job because of something. Yeah, sure. People can give him a job, but Con- is it the right thing to do? Is it is it so convicted felons aren't ever allowed to have jobs again? Oh, I think they should be allowed to have a job again. That's fine. I mean, they but just get, we they're have not allowed to get paid for their skill set. Awfully shady history going on here, so you gotta what? You gotta think about what the NFL is representing. I understand if it doesn't uh, represent the NFL brand, and that's a lot of the problem. That's fine, and I want the NFL to say that. Okay, there we go. I, I don't. Can... I don't want ex players who get paid to to scream on ESPN telling me this. I agree with you there. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I honestly didn't want to come out thinking and, and saying or making it seem like I'm okay with anything he did before. I just can't remember the allegations. And I also remember the allegations before, before the alleged sex thing. There was a lot. There was a couple more before that came before that. Mm-hmm. They were like really weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I mean. Turner, like, uh, I don't know. They're, look them up. They're kind of weird. All right. Anyway, that's that's all I want to get off my chest. Stop telling me who, who can't. And it's going to be. If you go on TV and you're paid to speak like that, your nose better be clean. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because you can't have anybody slapping their knee going, hey, what was all that stuff you were talking about when, you know, someone else did the exact same thing you did? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's all. There's really no news. I can't I can't open up the news feed and not see what's it called. Just mm. taking up pages and pages of news. So there's really nothing really going on. But. You take something that's popular mm-hmm. and you apply it to other things, right? Yes. So, Gabby, I know. Let's see. How much time we got? We got plenty of time. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know how long this is going to go on. There are prop bets that you can make on entertainment, politics, and stuff like that, right? Remember, we watched the Oscars. Yes. And I was telling you who's going to get uh, What's the new hotness going on? What should everybody watch? We have some Netflix series called Tiger King. Correct. So did you know you can bet on Tiger King now? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I had no idea. You are now interested in betting. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So you know what? First off, we're only five episodes into it, right? So we've not finished the whole thing. So I don't want to say that I know anything. And I also don't want to spoil it for anybody, right? Yeah. but I keep hearing people say there's. Tw- I really wanted to have this take before. I mean, because we watched a couple episodes today, mm-hmm. and before that, we only were only two episodes in. Oh, we're really binging. We're really showing <laughs> our laziness off. No, we just knocked out three episodes for a podcast. Listen, we work hard all day, and then we stay up. We, <laughs> we party work at hard, night. We play hard. <laughs> Make way, hot stop coming through. That's a Simpsons reference. That's a great Simpsons episode. Uh, so everybody beforehand, I got, I got. Like the beginning of the day, I was two episodes in. Everything I read, people were like, "Oh, there's twists and turns, and it's crazy." And this, the story that this ride that goes on, and I'm like, ah, "I don't think it's really gonna go like that." Like I watched Catfish, and I knew 
as soon as that started, exactly what was going to happen, and exactly that happened, and people were like, that's crazy. I was like, you've never been on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what your problem is. You're just old and senile and don't understand that people can lie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like old basketball players used to, it became, uh, people start doing the street ball moves on the basketball court, right? Like, someone, the first pass that wasn't a bounce pass confused people. Like, that, you're not allowed to do that. You got to <laughs> bounce it on the floor first. What? <laughs> You can't dunk. You can't wait. You can't just put the ball directly into the basket. You have to hit the backboard first. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. Like when when people realize you can't do that. So every everything I've seen so far has not really shocked me. Though uh, I even I don't want to like I said I don't want to spoil anything. But when we first saw that one guy, I was like, then I turned to you and say that guy is fucking that guy. Yes, you did. <laughs> I don't know how you called that so fast. I really, I thought he was just someone who helped out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I looked at him. I said, he is getting some of that. Wow. I didn't understand how much of that was going on, but that I saw and was like, mm. so I call that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really shocked on a lot of things that happen. I'm really not either because it just, it seems like the right setting for all of it. It just, <laughs> you know, in that community of people who keep exotic pets in their backyard essentially it just seems you can't tell me this is a cutthroat world they're the only friends they have and they hate each other that's it that's the whole story yeah it's just it's so chaotic uh so here's so now that it's all out of the way right Mm -hmm. i've I've given how much i know which is only i don't know the percentage five sevenths of the story yeah if you really consider the first two episodes part of the story, it's just like the intros to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know that. Like maybe, maybe the last two episodes are going to take me on a world ride I'm not expecting. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Yes, maybe. Okay, so here's your prop bets. You ready? Mm-hmm. So uh, the Tiger King exotic, Joe Exotic, yes. right? Is he going to receive a presidential pardon? What? And that's the funny thing. I don't know what's going to happen in the next two episodes. I'm not. So I don't have anything about it. But the funny thing is, is when he was campaigning, this is not even uh, this. This is national news anyway. When he was campaigning for the presidency and they were talking about he's lewd. He just says what he wants. The mm-hmm. whole time I was like, it's Trump. It's Trump all over. It was Trump all over. But I think right. that was before Trump, right? It was the same election as Trump. Well, no. Uh, was it the same oh, election? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So then why didn't he get elected? I don't know. Just didn't have enough money. They just did the same thing. Yeah. Carol Baskins took him for all the money. <laughs> this guy is doing all this stuff down there. I'm going to steal his stuff. I'm going to cuss everybody out. I'm going to talk Hillary. You think he just stole his bit? He's also. Yeah. He totally. took his dad's million and he took a take a Joe Exotic's million in campaign. <laughs> that guy. That campaign manager. Okay. So will he get a presidential pardon? I don't believe so. Okay, so it's yes, it has to be by uh, January twentieth, two thousand twenty-one. There's all stipulations on all bets. They don't; these bets don't last forever, right? So he's got to get it by January twentieth of next year. No, he's uh, not going to get it. It's it's minus sixteen hundred on uh, no, which means you got to bet sixteen hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars, and it's a uh, plus eight fifty on a yes. You bet a so, hundred, you get eight fifty. So would this be the last presidential pardon that? Trump would be able to issue or would this no, be no, to whoever's no. next? No, after I vote for him again, he's going to get another four years. You don't you even <laughs> say. Are you kidding me? Why do you get so... This is why I say it because you get so upset about it and you can't control yourself. You get little balls of fists. You know what? <laughs> you do vote for him though because... Oh. Mm-hmm, that argument. 
Well, I'm a convective villain. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's another one? Uh, will Karen, Carol Baskins be found guilty of killing Jack Lewis? Uh, there's yes, and it's got to. They got to. They got to. She has to be charged before December 31st by the end of this year, basically. I'm gonna say no. No is holding a uh, uh, minus two thousand, and yes mm-hmm. is holding a what plus one thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh but the fun the funny thing is, is that you really think she's innocent. I do think she's innocent. And you you were first on the Joe Exotic bandwagon when it, when the show started, and it seems like you switched over to the Carol Baskins bandwagon. So here's what I'm gonna say about these people. <laughs> <laughs> Not here's that what I'm really... say as you grab your beer. Let me tell you about these people <laughs> on right here. <laughs> I think they're all very self-involved and That's not totally decent people. So I'm not. I'm on nobody's side here. <laughs> Pause again. Like I said, there's twists and turns that I, I'm not seeing. Right. I, well, hey, I'm not seeing twists and turns because I'm seeing everything advance. You met the first episode. I told you that lady was shady, and it, yeah. it took like mm-hmm. second episode to then you figured out all, everything about that. Right. And I looked at you and I said, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, nothing wow. you can get past me. <laughs> You're I'm, really good. I'm I'm the goalie of documentaries. Nothing's getting by me. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm the Martin Brodeur of documentary docu docu series. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, you could have been a detective. I could have been a dancing queen. I could. <laughs> you could have. A been contender. A, I could have been a Joe, <laughs> Joe exotic, tiger dancing queen. <laughs> Husband number five. Husband. <laughs> Why does he get people to marry him so quickly? He gives them. Uh, I can't. Say, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Just you know, enjoy the show. Pink camo. <laughs> uh, let's see. The 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 Jack Lewis. Are they gonna find his? I, I guess his name was Don, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're gonna find Don's body by the end of this year. Yes or no? No. It's a uh, a plus one thousand on yes and minus two thousand on no. So, oh, but I want to talk about what you think happened to it. All right, but we can't yet. No, no, no we no, can't. Okay, well, yeah, we can't. Well, I mean, that there's, I think that's part of the preview, and it's not like I'm giving out too much information. Right. I think it's known to be a weird tiger uh, murder mystery kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think enough people have seen whatever people post on Facebook. Or too. someone, I mean, by yeah. the time anybody listens to this. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are all the crazy ones. There's one other one I didn't want to get into because I haven't seen that far into it, and I'm not really sure what's going on with it yet. And I, that, oh, okay. I, yeah, so you're welcome for not spoiling the next two episodes for you. Yes. But there are other prop bets for it. You thought I was done? Oh, wait, but there's more. So I think I'm going to go from the bottom to the top. Now we're here. Uh, because, you know, if you're going to go top ten list, you st- so always start at the bottom. Build excitement and drama and expectation of what number one is going to be, correct? All right. All right. So, in Tiger King, the movie, what? right? There are props for who would play who. Oh, I got some ideas. Yeah, I knew you're going to love this one, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so Travis Maladano, mm-hmm. right? Maldonado. Yeah, yeah, that's the tall kid, right? Yes. Uh, sure. Go ahead. The guy who plays Steve from Stranger Things. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what his name is, uh, but he's not on this list. I can tell you that for a fact. Okay. But, but I, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming in at plus 700, they have Pete Davidson. 
Oh, I see a little bit, a little mm-hmm, bit, but yeah. he's so Pete Davidson. He'd really have to <laughs> do some method acting to get past. <laughs> You'd have to act. <laughs> Pete Davidson would have to act to be like a lazy kid. Like <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, this exactly. Could be his Academy Award winning Academy role. Award. <laughs> Seriously. This is my Joker. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> uh, coming in at plus five hundred, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. No, please, no. Thing. I mean, I love him, but not for that. No. I could see him playing someone else, though. Okay. Uh, coming in at uh, plus 250, uh, Michael Sierra. A little bit. A little yes, bit? Yes, yes. A little bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at, I think this is uh, plus 200, James Franco. Yes, but he's old now. Like, I mean, he's not uh, old. They have CGI. Oh. Okay, I guess yes. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I love. I I hate silence on the podcast, but every time I say a name, there's a pause. And a <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then coming at number one at uh, I don't I don't know what the exact. I think it's plus one fifty because I had to do all the math on my head on because I got th- three seconds of it's fraction. Okay, odds. I hate fraction odds. It's not American odds where us Americans dumb it down and I can tell by money. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's plus 150. Uh, okay. Rami Malek. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Nope. Not tall enough? He's just not. Uh, I can't say anything. I like your Steve from uh, Stranger Things. Thank you. That's a good one. Uh, what about uh, John Finley? Mm. That's the He's the guy, the, yeah, yeah, right, with that pink camo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of someone that I would like to play him. I Well, he would have to kind of get chubby again for this but how about the guy who's Starman? jeff bridges star lord oh uh chris pratt yeah eh, I don't is think he so. too tall i don't know probably too good looking mm-hmm. let's go with this okay coming in uh plus 350 channing tatum i like that mm-hmm. 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 uh i don't know this guy's name this one you're gonna have to know coming in at plus 350 uh anti <laughs> I'm going to butcher this name. And I'm not going to act like I know who this guy is. You'll probably know who he is. And I'll be like, oh, God, God. Anthony Cavaliero. Oh, shoot. Um, Let me see. No, no because I, it's got all the other names okay, on Okay, okay. I, I don't need know reaction that is. from you. I don't know who that is. All right. Well, while you're thinking about the next one, then I'll just uh, Google him. Uh, Coming in at a plus 300, we have Tom Hardy. Yes. Why do you think yes so hard? Because it would be, he's such a good character. Like, people don't realize how good he is at just becoming a character. When I saw him in Venom, I, you know, you think Bane all the time, right? Because that was his big, huge role. Yeah. But then when I saw him in Venom, I was like, am I always going to be thinking of him with the mask? But no, he was hilarious and he was fun and just goofy. He's such a good actor. (laughs) And he looks a lot like him. I looked up this uh, Anthony, but I guess he goes by Tony, and I don't know. Is it, he's in Schoolhouse Rock, Duff, Modern Family. He was in Modern Family. He was Brian in Modern Family. I don't know what that means. Mm, I have no idea. I don't know who he is either. All right. He was in. He was on Whose Line one time as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do better. Do better, Tony Cavallario. I mean, <laughs> look, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying I know a lot of actors, but uh, I think I'm the borderline. If if you're a B actor, then I know your name. Mm-hmm. If you're a C or lower actor and you try to be an A actor or a B actor and I don't know your name, 
Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in at plus 250, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. You like it? He wins. Yeah. Wins it? I think he could play him or he could play Maldonado, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, th- yeah. I think I like Maldonado, but mm-hmm. I also still like the Steve from Maldonado. St- yeah, he would really. Mm-hmm. This next one might change your mind on uh, who could be in it. Uh, coming in at a plus 200 for John Finley, Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh, he's got the chubby face. Yeah, uh, he does. That might be good. I pulled out my teeth for this. <laughs> oh. Which one of those actors would actually pull out his teeth for this? For Shia LaBeouf. The, oh, yeah, I knew it. All right, so uh, going on to Doc Angle. The guy, that's the guy with all the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the ponytail. Doc Antle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Coming in at plus five. Oh, okay. I want to say it before I hear the list because okay. I think mm-hmm. John Malkovich would play him so beautifully. John Malkovich. Yeah, even the way he talks, like this Bhagavan Doc Antle kind of has the same weirdness to his, like, it's very unique. That's not on my list, but I do appreciate your list. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm plus 20. Plus Andy. Okay. I'm plus <laughs> wanting. <laughs> Whenever I go to McDonald's, I plus one. Coming in at plus 500, Louis C.K. Don't tell me he can't act and he's not allowed to act anymore. Yeah, he's no, a professional. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this one I kind of like. Coming in at plus 300, Tim Robbins. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I see it a little bit. I really see it. I do. Coming in at another plus 300, you got Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, the weird, not weird. I keep saying weird. You all don't look weird. You look beautiful. All right. So like the squared off face. It's like long, but round, but square. Is that oval? I don't know. His they have face? the same face. Yeah, something like it. It's mm-hmm. like, like an oval pear shapey kind of yes. thing going on. Uh, I really do like Tim Robbins just in general. That's why I say I like Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. But I really like this one. Next one. Coming in at another 300. It's Jim Gaffigan. Oh, I see him too. Like seriously, between <laughs> Malkovich and Gaffigan, I'm like, if they had a child. That just, is Doc Antle. It just comes out of a minivan. I've got too many children. <laughs> it's it's. I just did. I just did Malkovich doing an impression of Gaffigan. Oh, Gaffigan's so good. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, and the obvious candidate for it, and it seems so obvious, and it seems like he would be reaching out to do it at plus one fifty. It would be Will Ferrell. Yeah, but you know he. Okay. Do you want to see Will Ferrell? make him crazy or do you want to see will ferrell make him serious or you just want to see jim gaffigan just do whatever with it i think i want to see jim gaffigan or do you want to see malcolm i would rather see malkovich (laughs) yes because there's something so i know he's not but there's something about him that always seems a little bit sinister to me (laughs) even though it's so he's probably the nicest guy (laughs) all right uh so we're up we're up to the last two. This right. is it. This is the playoffs right here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh to play Carol Baskins, right? Coming in at number I don't know whatever it is, coming at plus six hundred. Mm-hmm. Got Laura Dern. Yeah, uh yeah. You I think could, that's I a, could mm-hmm. you they think have... that's a method acting kind of situation going mm-hmm. on there? Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Uh coming in at plus five hundred. Jennifer Jennifer Coolidge? Jennifer Coolidge, yes, I know who she is. She's from Big Love. Okay. Oh no, that's Jennifer Goodwin. Okay. So I don't know who Jennifer Coolidge is. Okay, I'm well sorry. then, uh, coming in at well, 
You know how I say you say things that I don't want you to say out loud? Coming in at number, at, at plus 300 is your, your crush, uh, Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, wait, no, wait, that's not the one you have a crush on. Oh, yeah, I like her, but I super like the girl with the blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you just sounded like every dude uh, <laughs> under the age of 21. Okay, she has short, spiky blonde <laughs> hair. So there we go. Um, what's her name? Matt. Oh, you know who from I'm SNL. about. Yes, from SNL. Jennifer Coolidge, as I'm Googling this while you're not adding um, anything over she there. She is... You know, she plays Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's why she would make a really good... She would look just like her because this woman, Baskins, always reminds me of Hillary Clinton. Jennifer Coolidge is not coming up on IMDb. How come these people... I, again, if All you're right. not in... What's it called? All right. Uh, coming in at a plus 300 alongside uh, Kristen Wiig is Allison Janney. Allison Janney. I can see it, but... Um, yeah, mm, a little bit. You know who might make a really good Carol Baskins, though? And I kind of put them in the same category, Alice and Jenny, and then the woman who is the aunt on Roseanne. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they both, like, she has a softer face, and I think she, oh, she's such a good actress. Like, she scares me with her acting. She was on this episode of Louis C.K. used to have, it wasn't, Maybe it was his show. I don't think it was Louie. It was something else he did. But she just goes on. There's this monologue she does for about two minutes. And she takes you on a ride. It's incredible. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for patting so I can look up stuff. Because mm-hmm. you know what people hate? They hate when you don't just take the time to look it up. <laughs> uh, and And people. That people are dropping their dishes right now, screaming the answer at us. <laughs> uh, and uh, coming in at number one to play Carol Baskins, and I absolutely fantastically love this one. It's uh, Wendy. I, I never knew her name, so I'm going to botch her name a little bit here. Wendy McLondon Covey. Can you tell me who she is? She plays the deputy from 911. She's the comedian. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly who you're talking about. She comes at it even plus 100. I think she would be fantastic. Her and Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Here's how I love it. I love how Jim Gaffigan and uh, Wendy McLondon Govey, mm-hmm. I'm super destroying her name, are going to come more top bill than uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> And uh, who would be who would be higher yeah. than James Frank? Maybe James Franco. He's mm-hmm. the one he got roasted, right? So mm-hmm. he's he's higher in the list of Rami, Sierra, Eisenberg, and Davison, right? I would say. Yeah, by a long shot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like how they're the ones at the. Yeah, that's Boofer's top bill. Yep. Uh, also, <laughs> Joe Exotic, right? So mm-hmm. now you got to think of who is going to play the Lanky. You have an idea in your head, Gabrielle Elizabeth I- Marie. What say you? I don't know if he's still alive, but remember the micro machines guy? No, no, no. He is definitely not around. I think we talked about, and I think he's not dead. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think I had to correct myself one time. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Uh, for the Tiger King? Yeah. They have the same face. I'm telling you. Okay. They have the weird if he dies his head. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, so they have, well, stupid. I don't have the number here for this, this but he's... The biggest shot to get the uh, get the. I'm gonna go ahead and take another drink right here, so I can start <laughs> talking again. You know, I think I could also see um, 
what's his face? The guy who has precious jewels, not precious gem, Adam's the precious Sandler? gemstones, not him. It's the show on HBO. Oh, because <laughs> um, I was thinking Danny. I was thinking Kevin Garnett. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danny. Uh, he's bounded down. Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Danny McBride. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a little bigger. If for he the thinned role. out a little bit. <laughs> you think he's a thin down for a show? Maybe. <laughs> Some actors love doing it. Danny doesn't seem like the guy who wants to. You'd be like, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, uh, so coming in at the bottom of my list here, I don't know what the odds are. I couldn't find them. Uh, ben Stiller. Oh, I guess so. You see it? I'm not. I, I can see it, but I'm not into it. Trust me. These are the bottom ones. Don't act like you're pissed off like this is going to be a terrible list. Oh, okay. I'm starting okay. from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> I started. <laughs> I, this, I Don't you not remember me saying that? I remember. I just, yeah, I was okay. expecting more. Coming in at a plus 400, mm-hmm. David Spade. Yes, because he reminds me of Joe Dirt. He looks, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. This one you're going to love. I don't know why. I know. But just, just I can I can always tell when Gabby's going to love something. I say, <laughs> hey, you're going to love this. We'll be watching TV and some woman will have some jacket on, or a guy will have some jacket on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, look at this. You're going to love this. You have to run from the kitchen and be like, oh, I do love that. <laughs> so when I say you're going to love this, you're going to let me see how many of these. Uh, I think I think you're going to love. I think you're gonna love all three of these nice. but i think you're gonna love two of them more than three all right maybe i don't know maybe you love all three the same <laughs> which one of your kids you love the more <laughs> there is there is an answer people don't Shh, lie to yourselves no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh coming in at a uh, plus 300 billy bob thornton oh my gosh i'm in love with this yeah, yes <laughs> yes i told you i knew all over old. it <laughs> well if you don't want billy bob thornton to do it because then you'll probably want coming at a plus 250 ed norton to do it how do casting directors make decisions? Because I'm already overwhelmed. Like these people, yeah. Can it just be a three-part series where we use all of them? <laughs> it's like the, the beginning, middle, and end of his life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we could use all of them. We could. He we could, could play. use Spider-Man as the first one. What's his <laughs> name? I forget his name. Oh, Tom Holland. Yeah, no, I'm not Tobey Maguire. Everybody <laughs> in her head went, Tobey Maguire, idiot. No, 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 Tom Holland. The English cat. So... Billy Bob, all about. But then, are you more for Ed Norton, or are you still Billy Bob? Billy Bob. Okay, see, that's the one I thought that was going to be the one that was going to be. Because I know makeup can do a lot, right? But well, you need <laughs> to have that sort of rugged, you need to have a life where you just worn it to its very, an inch of everything, you I know? Get, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying, and you don't think uh, Ed's got it yet? I, I think he's Prissy. I love Edward Norton. Did you say oh Prissy? God. I think he's Prissy, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then you're going to, this is why I said you're going to love two of the the three here. And the Ed Norton ones when the one I thought you weren't going to love as much right. as the other two. So then coming in at number one at a plus 150 to play Joe Exotic and Tiger King, the movie. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But I like Billy Bob more. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I thought you'd be more excited about the Kevin Bacon. Mm-mm. He'd have to stop touring and you never go to his concert? Is it the problem? No, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> no, I just, uh, I don't know. No. All right, Billy Bob it is. I know. Let's not <laughs> stop on a on a downer. It's way to end on a high. So and you're like, oh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Six degrees of disappointment. I've just made a whole bunch of. I've now blacklisted myself <laughs> everywhere. Jeez. Yeah. So that's all the bets for uh, Tiger King the movie. You thought? See, you can get really into it. There's other prop bets on other TV shows that I'm not all about doing for, but 
See, I never knew betting could be this fun. It is fun <laughs> when you're not losing money. <laughs> uh, so that's all done. All right, Gabby, I guess we got to get straight into this. Uh, you <laughs> might recognize this next guy. He's the co-host of this show used to be a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now he's the current co-host of this divided podcast. He's number 11 on the pitch, but number one in your heart. Oh, yes. It's Amit Singh. Redskins, Capitals, Wizards, and the Nationals. Repping for my teams. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Amit? How are you doing, boss? Doing all right, doing all right. Hey, I wanted to bring you on talk a little bit uh, Redskins. Hey, I'm always down to talk Redskins. Uh, but before that, Gabby, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's so awesome to connect with you again, Amit. Yeah, no, it's always awesome to connect with you guys. And uh, yeah, how funny. I mean, we started uh, Can't Win for Losing Together, uh, Boofer, you know, leading the charge there. And uh, now I'm just trying it on my own here in Columbia Heights. Um, but yeah, no, I'd love to collab more often. So this is great. Yeah, Gabby, let's yeah. make this awkward. Gabby thinks you just ditched us. <laughs> I totally do, you jerk. <laughs> but I tried to tell her. I was like, no, he totally wants to do this. We're just our times are just off all the time. I know. It was really exactly. difficult. No, we had, we definitely had really good chemistry as well. It was fun. It was, you know, the 90 minutes would just fly by. It was always a good time. Have, Gabby's been listening to your podcast the whole time. Yes, I have. You have liar. You. <laughs> you liar. You had no idea what music I was playing. I didn't. Is that like, did they compose that themselves? Did they? Com- yeah, that's Ahmed right there. Ahmed sounds like a white guy with curly hair <laughs> rapping. <laughs> it's a great she song. She kind of nailed that more or less. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just interviewed him for the latest episode, actually. I did. Oh, my God. You thought uh, you thought asking, telling Gabby that you ditched us was awkward? Holy crap. This interview with Polly Polo? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward. So maybe you were one of the first listeners in that case. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it. <laughs> you know, I think I listened oh, I to a part fantastic. of that one, too. Yeah. Um, the one that came out 30 minutes well i can't i can't age it there <laughs> no i thought i thought no. it was going to be an april fool's joke oh no well you know <laughs> when you so name it I for when, a moment yeah when you name it what just happened what just happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man it was super enjoyable to do though i mean he has a very unique energy about him uh, that you definitely wouldn't get from any other guest. And I've known him since I was two years old. So Sharon for me, it was awesome just to have him on and uh, have him be himself. He was so excited about it as well. So all in all, I think only 10% of people are probably going to love it. And I think the rest <laughs> will be highly entertained by it. Some will dislike it, but that's okay. That comes with any any podcast. Anything, I'm entertained really. by it. I, I just love weird shit sometimes. Uh, in that case, that episode is 100% for you. <laughs> You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Let's get in some Redskins talk real quick. Sure thing. Let's do it. Uh, let's see. Well, first off, last time we left you, Ahmed, you had just completely said, F it. I'm tired of this team. I'm jumping ship. You made, you held a press, con- a press conference, not on Camp for Losing, but on somewhere else. <laughs> uh, I recognized that mic when I saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are are you are you just uh, completely out, just Cleveland bound now, or are you back on this team or what? So no, I'm still out on the team uh, because it, it's bigger than just the team. Like football wise, I love that team. I think they're awesome. Like it doesn't matter if they lose and they go four and twelve. That's fine. That's my team. Uh, but you know, as you get older, you read about some of the stuff the owners done, and you know, just I don't know, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, feels like nothing was changing, and so. I figured, you know what? Screw it. Let me let me buy into the Browns hype. 
uh, it was just before Odell Beckham got there. And um, I remember thinking to myself, I don't know why they need him, but it is freaking exciting. Um, and yeah, what a disastrous year for the Browns. So it seems like a very lateral move, which I'm very proud of. See, this is where I've always talked about. Uh, see, I'm going to talk about maturing as a, a sports fan. And I was wondering, I've asked this multiple times. When do you go from football jersey to like coaching polo? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I feel like I'm already pretty close to that. And eventually you just wear an owner's tie. Uh-huh. Right, and suit it's uh, we're not there yet but getting closer to that coaching polo for sure uh so speaking of coaches uh you and and who and you also mentioned baker let's talk redskins on the part where ron Ver, uh ron rivera is now the new coach there and yeah. he's he's got Dwayne haskins starting as his qb right now do you think he's going to start with uh Dwayne? and how long do you think he's going to stay with him meaning you know this was probably not his guy this is the whole kind of like uh what's his name uh previous guy not just bad, uh, oh on the guy who broke his leg no <laughs> no 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 not, not, a, not even at all. Oh, okay uh the coach uh why am i blanking oh, on gruden's yes, name Gr- john yeah. gruden yeah yeah jay uh, jay. Oh. jay gruden um colt mccoy was his guy right, was it? right. so yeah he, he had to roll with the other player is ron gonna roll with Dwayne, and then kind of pull this kind of thing like how long is he gonna uh hold on to him starting so I think initially the answer is yes. Uh, I think whenever he spoke to Dan Snyder, because Bruce Allen was no longer there, that discussion would have been had, right? So Dan, this is the thing about Dan Snyder. I'll get here first, and then I'll go to Ron Rivera. Okay. Dan always gets his hands it on this team, right? He always does something because he's excited by it. He's a fan, and that's a double-edged sword. When you're a fan of the team you own, <laughs> you're obviously going to want to be involved, and you're going to want to be the reason why they're winning. You'd, so you'd assume Dwayne that's a good Haskins, mix, yeah. Right, right. So Dwayne Haskins is a local kid. He went to Bullis High School. So from a DMV standpoint, we love Dwayne, right? I mean, he's we want him to succeed. He had great numbers at Ohio State. He's only in his second year. He had a rough start to his rookie year, finished with a couple of nice games, albeit against bad pass defenses. Ron Rivera is going to start with Dwayne Haskins for sure. Okay. The Kyle Allen trade is very intriguing. Yeah. Because... Scott Turner, and fun fact there, Norv Turner's his dad, for yep. all you old head Skins fans. Um, Scott Turner's the offensive coordinator. He knows Kyle Allen. He was the quarterback's coach, in fact, of Kyle Allen in Carolina as well. Ron Rivera knows Kyle Allen. They could have had Cam Newton. Cam Newton ended up becoming a free agent, but they chose to trade a draft pick, which is very valuable for mm-hmm. Kyle Allen. That number four? So Exactly. And so I think what you're going to end up seeing is a bit of a competition if Dwayne is not playing well. So there will be talks for him, but I think they're giving Dwayne the full season here while letting Kyle sit on that experience that he had last season against very, very stiff competition. And I thought he played pretty well. So I could see a very healthy quarterback competition. But for now, Dwayne is absolutely the starter. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I'm not really sure if this is 100% true, but I'm pretty sure that Haskins family is a Ravens family. (laughs) Speaking of DMV. Uh, and uh, speaking of Ron, do you even like the signing of Ron, bringing Ron into D.C. after, you know, I guess he did, he had some success in Carolina, but has kind of faltered off a little bit. I, you know what? Yeah. I, I think Ron is one of those coaches. Uh, I think people love him, though. But uh, I, I was trying to think of, like, what other coaches in the league that haven't really won anything that other people love. And the only people I could come up with are, like, John, John Harbaugh and, like, uh, Rex Ryan. That's what I was right. going to say. The guy from Buffalo Bills. 
Uh, but if you want to go like top tier people that people love, you have to go to like uh, Pete Carroll or Sean Payton. But they still have smudges on their record, you know, college mm-hmm. and you know the whole head hunt situation. But people, I think people love Ron Rivera. What is your what is your take, uh, Amin? I like the Ron Rivera signing a lot for the Redskins because a lot of times they end up well these days it's been hard for them to get coaches that they actually want there. Jay Gruden, you sort of look at it, that was a buddy hire, mm-hmm. right? So Jim Hazlitt was still around on the coaching staff when they had cleaned house and you're like why is the guy with a 20 plus ranked defense sticking around bruce allen was there and they all knew each other from tampa bay Mm -hmm. so that was very much a buddy hire this is different right ron rivera there was no clear connection as far as i could see to the redskins and dan snyder needs a guy like ron who is a disciplinarian who will establish a culture and from the moves he's made so far right Trent Williams looks like he's on his way out. He doesn't want that distraction anymore. Quentin Dunbar, the mo- and he's your number one corner entering this coming season. The moment he starts bitching about the team, he's gone. Simple as that. So nice. they're trying to keep people that want to be in D.C. Kendall Fuller wanted to be in D.C. before he got traded. Guess what? He's back, and he's a brilliant signing for the Redskins. So I really like Ron Rivera being in D.C., establishing that culture that everyone's been talking about. Because like you said, in Carolina— they had nothing but great things to say about him. I'd equate it to, you know, something like, you know, I, I'm an Arsenal fan. I got to do this. I'm sorry. But Arsene Wenger being at Arsenal, they still had pretty good results. It was just that it had been so long. They just needed a change of pace. I think that's what Carolina really was looking for was a change of pace. Nothing really wrong with Ron Rivera. It was just time. It was just a bit stale. That's all. I think he's got excited energy that he's going to bring to D.C., and I think this team is going to end up being pretty good. And Ron Rivera is going to stick around for quite a while, assuming Dan Snyder does not get in his own way and try and meddle with things. Huge assumption there. Um, you mentioned uh, Cam Newton, you know, free agent. Not that uh, Ron would go out and get uh, Cam as a free agent, but do you think expect him to get another QB, that a vet out there uh, that would he would bring in probably to uh, slide underneath Haskins and, you know, compete for the job a little bit, or at least put the fire under his butt? No, um, I think Kyle Allen, despite it only being his third year um, and potentially his second year starting, is that vet QB. Okay. Um, again, he had a very good year in my opinion. Now you see 17 touchdowns, 16 interceptions last season for Kyle Allen, but when you look at the competition he played against, right? He's playing the New Orleans Saints twice against Drew Brees. He's playing against Russell Wilson. He's playing against that San Francisco D line and defense and Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side with, uh, you know, just an arsenal of weapons. Uh, with Kyle Shanahan in charge over there. He played a really, really tough team. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the list goes on. Matt Ryan twice. He played against really good teams and really good defenses and came out 5-7 and seven as a starter. That's not bad. Those include wins against Deshaun Watson and Ryan Tannehill. So he is the competition. If they brought in yet another quarterback, with Alex Smith probably coming back, I would be absolute overkill. And I think you could look at it and go, well, okay, we have Dwayne Haskins. We're not cutting him. We just traded for Kyle Allen, so we're not going to cut him. And we wanted him. That's why we traded for him. Alex Smith is just coming back and knows everybody here. So he's probably – you look at him as another coach, basically. So you're not cutting him. You're not carrying four quarterbacks. This is it for the quarterbacks. So I really, they're not going to take two uh, either, which is something I wanted them to do. But maybe we'll get to that later. Yeah, I really, I really didn't think that I'd ever see Alex back on the field. I thought this was kind of like, you know – that was that was a big injury for him, right? He had a lot of complications with that, but I really thought that that was going to be it. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, as, as much as you like to see a guy battle back like that, I, I didn't think it was going to be possible. 
Yeah, absolutely not. And I'm so happy for him, right? Because that's really scary. I mean, if any of us put ourselves in his shoes, that would have been frightening. There's potential talk of him losing his legs. So I'm really happy for him to just be able to walk again, jog again, and potentially even get back on the field. That is awesome news. A week before that injury, none of us saw the the, uh, trajectory that the Redskins have been on. No one could have imagined that. We thought that Alex was just going to rise to the top and uh, help this team elevate into the playoffs for a couple years. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, after that absolutely. injury, just you thought, that's it. He's done. He's a goner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but back from the dead. <laughs> so you say Dan's kind of likes to mix it in there a little bit. But I, he, he kind of has been, I think, in my eyes, he's been kind of out of the way a little bit uh, for the most part. And you definitely got Bruce out of town now. Ron coming in. You got Quentin Dunbar making comments out in Seattle now. Talk about he's disrespected by the franchise. Uh, and then you got the whole Trent saga, right? Uh, do players right. think coming to D.C. is a good landing spot for the career? You had Austin Hooper was a free agent, right? He got, he chose Cleveland over Washington. Uh, what else needs to change? Like, how, how quickly this can this be turned around by Ron to bring back, you know, a title to the nation's capital so fans can ride the coattails of that for, like, the next 30, 40 years? So that's a really good question, and I think part of it is that culture change. So Dan Snyder has a reputation of getting in the way and making sure that this team does not win. When you look at player aspirations, more often than not, it's actually about winning Super Bowls, right? I mean, some will play for the money and they don't Mm -hmm. care where they go. But for a lot of these guys, they want to win Super Bowls. And there has been zero indication that that would happen here in Washington. So with Ron Rivera, the hope is that the culture does change and it becomes that landing spot. You talked about Austin Hooper. I would actually say that's separate from the culture. He may have even been like, you know what, Ron Rivera is a good coach, and I will strongly consider it. Because he did come out and say it was between Cleveland and Washington. But when you look at the quarterback situation, he probably wanted to play with a guy like Baker Mayfield versus Dwayne Haskins because Dwayne did have a rough rookie year. He just doesn't know what's going to happen there. Whereas he's got all these other weapons around, around him to take away coverage. You know, Odell Beckham's there, Jarvis Landry's there. Kareem Hunt out of the backfield that Austin Hooper should be able to enjoy this contract and be able to get another huge contract that wasn't necessarily the case if he had come to DC so is it a good landing spot still no it is not a good landing spot as of right now can it become one certainly and that is entirely dependent on Ron Rivera being a good head coach and Dwayne Haskins playing well or Kyle Allen whoever it may be along with Dan Snyder getting out of the way then it becomes a very desirable spot yeah, you can see how Austin wanted to go somewhere where he wasn't going to rely on his career and stats and trying to get another big contract before it all ends on a kid that's just two years from seeing high school right. ball. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so uh, it's free agents time. Uh, are there any uh, free agents the skins need to keep in your eyes or or shouldn't have let go to begin with? Yeah, so need to keep Brandon Scherf. They did the right thing. Yeah, they franchise they tagged him, him yeah. and he's you know going to sign it if he hasn't already. So that is you always need an offensive line in the NFL, and so kudos to the Redskins for making the right decision and you know trying to negotiate with him, but it didn't work out. So franchise tag, boom, because boom. he should yep. be here for the next ten years. Um, another guy I actually wanted to keep was Monte Nicholson. Now the sh- signing of Sean Davis, local kid, twenty I want to say twenty six years old. Great years in Pittsburgh. He's a great signing. I would have preferred to keep Monte Nicholson for depth, but unfortunately he is gone, and now I worry a little bit 
bit about the depth of that safety position. So I still like this Chaser Everett, for example, as a backup with Landon Collins there and Sean Davis there. But Monte Nicholson, I mean, he had some high-profile, if you will, interceptions. He intercepted a pass against Dak Prescott, even against Tom Brady in a blowout where Tom could pick absolutely anywhere against a pretty poor secondary last season. He still managed to get an interception. So we are going to miss the talent of Monte Nicholson, but of course he had some off-field issues and injuries, so I can understand why they let him go, but I'm going to miss him if I'm a Redskins fan. Hey, you got plenty of time to play uh, Tampa and uh, pick off Brady down there. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's going to go and burn the world down there. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the TB times TB, uh, oh, man, they they think they're going to win a Super Bowl already. They are, they're worse than the Redskins are right now. They're, oh, yeah. No, no, no. They're that living is a life. very, very <laughs> tough division to even go to. But, yeah, they think, oh, man, I, you know, for any Skins fan watching what's going on in Tampa Bay, minus, you know, obviously, you know, people are going to call him the GOAT. But besides that, people are going to go, oh, where have we seen this before? Yeah. I mean, I, well, it's not going to – I don't think it's going to go very well over there. They still – New Orleans is still clearly the favorite. Yeah. Well, I talked about this a couple episodes ago where uh, Tom goes to Florida. Uh, if he Even if he does think it up, no one's really going to remember it. Everybody remembers Jordan as a bull, not as a wizard. You know what I mean? Right. That's a fair point. I like that. Uh, so – are there any free agents that you think that you've uh, that they've signed so far that you like? I think you, I think you mentioned Kinder Fuller coming back. He's uh, Gabby's a big Virginia Tech fan. She she loves that. So nice, nice. Yeah, no, Kendall Fuller's a huge signing for the Redskins because again, before the Alex Smith trade, Kendall Fuller I think was ranked the number one slot corner or something along those lines by Pro Football Focus. So he was whatever he was doing here in Washington was incredible, and having him back. He's still hungry. He still wants to win a championship for this city. He's also local. So I think he's thrilled to be here. I really like that signing. I mentioned Sean Davis as well, another local guy. The one I really like, and not necessarily from an on-field uh, you know, standpoint, Thomas Davis mm -hmm. from the LA Chargers, previously having played for Ron Rivera for, I oh, felt like, 10-plus years. Maybe it actually was. I think is a huge signing because the linebacking core – to me is all right. I think it could be very good. But with Thomas Davis there, he can tell them exactly how to play that position to the younger, more athletic guys like a Cole Holcomb, for example, So or John Bostick. So I'm excited to have Thomas Davis here in D.C. I think that's a very nice signing, helps establish that defense that Jack Del Rio wants, and it means that that front line is also going to be able to do more because the linebackers will know what they're doing. Very, very happy with the Thomas Davis signing. Uh, I like the Thomas signing also, but I like the Logan Thomas signing. Uh, he's been in the league oh, okay. for a couple of years. Uh, he's bounced around. He's been in Arizona. Gabby, he was in Buffalo for two years. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, he played with Detroit. Uh, I think he's still, still trying to find his fitting in the league a little bit. But I think well, coming he used to, to play quarterback, right? Correct. Uh, so I think coming to D.C., Virginia Tech, again, Gabby, big fan. Sure. <laughs> She's a Syracuse fan. She hates <laughs> anybody else in the <laughs> Uh Yeah, that's, that's who I like to see. I like to see a sure. local guy make it uh, onto the team. Yeah, well, I mean, they've definitely made a bit of a trend there. So yeah. I think uh, they're going to, you know, speaking to that culture change, wanting players that want to be here, it looks like that's all they've done this offseason. So let's see if, you know, that can establish some team chemistry and lead to some wins on the field. Hey, Tech was a good team about uh, four years ago. You keep picking up all those players, you're going to have a decent team. Right. Yeah, they've got a number of good pros. So, yeah, I mean, Tech is uh, tech is solid. They've consistently been good. So, 
yeah again like you said very good pickups that should be the new the new stat instead of people just trying to get pick all lsu players from last year and uh clemson players from last year go a couple years back get some veteran <laughs> guys that were on a big team and get them all back together yeah why not actually i really do like that idea especially for any <laughs> struggling team out there <laughs> yeah just bring in an old coach that was coaching them up there just it's they're bigger stronger faster you got it yeah, I still remember Beamer Ball or whatever it was called. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> they would advertise the crap out of that on Comcast Sportsnet. Man. So speaking of drafting uh, a whole entire LSU team into the NFL and beating probably about, uh, I'd say about 15% of the league, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the draft is coming up soon, right? So uh, should I order my Chase Young jersey now or do you think there's another move that the Skins should be making? Well, with the signing of Kyle Allen, there goes Tua Tagovailoa, um, yeah. which well, is what I was hoping the Redskins would do because mm, I do think he would be elite. What you were you were, going to say? Sorry. You were one of those trolls on the internet that's like, we well, should sign Tua. Listen, the <laughs> moment he ends up being good, everyone's going to look back and be like, oh my goodness, we made a huge mistake. Because when you look at wins added between a defensive lineman mm -hmm. and a quarterback, it is huge. Okay, and I get you what you're saying. don't do yes. this unless it's an elite quarterback. And so... That's a matter of opinion, right? So I would have gone to a, the Redskins will now do anything but that because Kyle Allen is now in town. And that is totally fine because I really, really like that Kyle Allen pickup. What there's, I think they will end up doing. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying uh, there's a, two is everybody's has, you know, does he have hip issues, right? He just had a freak ball joint dislocation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Why? Here's what's going to happen. He's going to get in a league, and now he's going to have like a shoulder problem. He's going to have something. He's going to go Sam Bradford on you. Everybody was like, oh, his shoulder's bad. It, it won't last his an entire career. He had a great career. He just went knees bad because he kept running out of bounds and landing on him. Like it's, uh, well, the the dome in St. Louis is all concrete. So, you know, when you're getting older and you're slamming your knees on the concrete, it's not <laughs> it's not good for your career. So so well, watch. I, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting to, uh, to have some other – upper injury that kind of keeps him out and everybody's like we dodged that one yeah no i mean i don't doubt he's gonna miss some games here and there and obviously at the quarterback position you want durability i expect that as he continues to play that he would be a little bit safer he doesn't strike me as an rg3 type who's just running wildly and doesn't know how to slide like i think he would be able to get out of bounds and again we're talking about the most accurate passer in college football history over the course of his career mm -hmm. and yards per attempt meaning he's slinging that thing downfield is he playing with a bunch of first rounders he is that's true but so was every other alabama quarterback before that and none of them have touched the things he's been doing in the sec so that's why i like to uh but going back to the skins what they should do it's easy draft chase young okay. he is an elite talent he is a generational talent based on what everybody is saying it seems near impossible that he would bust and he's also coming home because he went to dematha so He's also going to be part of that culture change, right? If you actually just look at those free agents like we talked about, you know, Logan Thomas, Sean Davis, Kendall Fuller, all these guys are going to be coming home. And that's what Chase Young would do as well. So it makes all the sense in the world to do that. If they didn't, they better get a huge number of picks and they better not slide that far down so that they can get a guy like Isaiah Simmons from Clemson who is a very, very versatile player, who is currently mocked to go to the Giants at four. So I would expect them to take Chase Young and immediately call it a successful draft because he is going to be that dude. Uh, I think the biggest rumor I've heard now is trading with Miami, right? Uh, you take their number five, 
and then get a second right. rounder and probably probably like a fourth rounder or something like that, right? You can you can let Miami uh, jump over and grab Tua, and then you slide down to five. And Chase Young still might be there for you in that scenario. Uh, he would go to the Lions. I think he would 100% you think so? go to okay. the Lions. There are many, many Lions fans that are praying <laughs> that Miami moves up to two because that would mean they would take Tua, and then Chase Young would fall right into their laps. And the Giants still get Isaiah Simmons in that scenario. So it is a bit scary trading down to five. So that's why I think they will end up taking Chase Young. But I see what you're saying. I definitely yeah. see what you're saying because then you can fill many needs. Yeah. Um, I just think it's very risky to trade to five instead of something like three or four where you could still get Simmons or if they have a total change of heart to a. Yeah, you could uh, trade up, pray for a slide to you to land in your lap and then still stockpile picks at the same time. Or right. you could just say, F it, we'll just do whatever we want. And you could let the charges trade up, right? And that just blocks everybody from grabbing Tua. Yeah, yeah, that actually would. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what I think will happen. They'll take Chase Young. Uh, so, finally, one last thought I would like to get from you here. Uh, if the Skins win the off season, right? Uh, this sure. drafts go draft goes okay. Some decent free free agent picks up. How do you feel the Skins are going to fare? Not not in the league. But just an FC East, right? Step one is win the East. You can't get in the sure. playoffs, so you don't win the East. How do you think they fare in the 2020 NFC East standings? So I think that, you know, when we look at the NFL, there are many teams that go from worst to first. And actually, that was a trend in the NFC East uh, for many, many years. So I'm not going to predict that for the Redskins. What I will say is I expect them to get to close to 500 overall. And if we're talking about the NFC East specifically, I expect them to be better than the New York Giants. And I expect them to be close to on par with the Eagles. I do think the Cowboys are still the best team in that division. They beefed up the defensive line with Dontari Poe and Gerald McCoy. They're a bit older, but those are really good moves to have, especially in a division that has Darius guys that has Saquon Barkley first and foremost. So I expect the Cowboys, because they kept the nucleus together of Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, Zeke, I expect them to be the favorites. And then I would expect the Redskins to probably finish. Actually, I could see them finishing second, uh, but I think they'll probably end up finishing third because I do think Daniel Jones will probably struggle this year. He had some really, really nice rookie games, but, you know, sophomore slumps are real. And the nice thing for the Skins is if Dwayne Haskins is absolutely sucking, Kyle Allen can easily step in and do something. So I think third place is a fair assessment for the skins with the ceiling of second place. I don't like your, your 500 talk. Every time a new schedule comes out for every season, every team, every fan of every team goes through and does the win loss. And every effing person comes out with eight and eight. I'm tired of it. <laughs> except, <laughs> so do you want me to lean one way or the other? Except for last year, or this this last year that any New England fan is going to be like, oh, we're going to be 12 and two. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They love Jared Stidham. They're like, oh my God, this guy. <laughs> Finally, Tom Brady got out of his way. Let's go. <laughs> Hopefully we can get the red rocket while, he's, while we're at it too. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know Belichick will turn him into a winner too. It's going to be so frustrating <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, if that happens and they win, like, three championships in a row, everybody's going to be like, well, I guess he wasn't the greatest of all time. It was Belichick. Which, honestly, I'm kind of hoping for because I do think Belichick is, you know, the genius here. I think Brady is good. I think he's very, very good. And based on what he's actually done in his career, warrants being called the GOAT. It's hard to argue with six rings. It's that true. being it's... said, Jimmy Garoppolo was doing well, and he's done well with Kyle Shanahan as well. But Jacoby Brissett won some games. 
like I want to Matt Castle who hadn't started a game since high school went 11 and 5 in that the was, season that he started and got paid a ton by Kansas City you and gotta, then they were like yeah. what happened what yeah. happened here Belichick knows how to get the most out of these quarterbacks he gets guys that don't aren't talented they just fit his system well right Right. And so that's what makes it so dangerous is because I feel there are many quarterbacks that fit his system. So I'm not sure about Stidham because when he did come on against the Jets, he was horrendous. The Jets scored 14 points, and I want to say Stidham gave him all 14. So I don't know how he'll do, but you guaranteed they will find a quarterback and they will win the division again. The Patriots will. So going back to uh, the NFC East real quick, because uh, I got to throw the betting odds on it. Right. Sure. Uh, Dallas and and the Eagles are uh, plus one twenty right now to win the division. Giants come in third place at plus eight fifty, and the Skins are okay. uh, plus uh, eleven hundred. So you're telling well, me at eleven to one odds, you know you got to go for it, son. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a grand on me right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's nice and easy. Can't win for losing. You know what we do here. Yeah, what do you think I'm going to do? Put my money in the market right now? This is a guarantee. This is the experiment for the season. <laughs> yes. Season three. This is the okay. experiment. <laughs> Gabby, may I borrow $1,000? Sure thing. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Giants aren't going to be particularly good. I don't think they've done enough uh, this past offseason. They made some moves, but I just I don't see it with the Giants. I do think it's between the Eagles and Cowboys, with the Cowboys having, to me, a significant lead over them. I just watched Gabby roll her head and shook her head no at the same time. She doesn't so, believe your Giants take. No, no, no. I totally <laughs> believe him I'm with what I'm saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool. Well, how about those bills, Gabby? I, I think they look good. I think we have a strong quarterback. I mean, he's solid. He still needs to improve, of course. But, I mean, now he has Stefan Diggs there. He has Beasley working for him. I mean, it's He needed a, a little white guy running team. across the slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, well, I def I definitely missed this, guys. This is this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed. No, I'm glad that you came on, talked some skins with us. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug uh, everything you got? What do you? Hey, what do you got, Abit? Sure, sure. So I now, you know, as Buford had alluded to, uh, run a podcast called District Divided, where we talk about all DC sports. Uh, I managed to start at the perfect time, January 2020, <laughs> um, which you know. Yep. I was just like, you know what? If I could go in a time machine and do it all over again, absolutely not. Why would I do that? But <laughs> District Divided, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, so Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It's all over the place. Um, on Twitter, I have the handle at District Divided. I need oh, to use it. I've never seen this. Um, i got to go find it. I've been yeah, because using I your don't personal use one. It. Yeah. yeah, no, if you look at it, there's I'm pretty sure there's just no picture or anything. It looks like a bot that's just spying <laughs> on people with a it's an egg. actual name oh it's an act perfect perfect <laughs> um but you can follow me at aasing11 on twitter um and i post the episodes on there and then just always retweet and like some fun uplifting stuff so um yeah that's uh those are the plugs Boofer, gabby thank <laughs> you for that cool I'm, I'm glad you came back on for a hot minute and just yell at us about all things skins yes. appreciate it oh thank you Ahmed. moderated perfectly as always guys really appreciate it i will uh well, hey, let's uh, let's do it again because shit else are we gonna do, right? <laughs> Nothing. I got a whole. Uh, I got a whole. Every Redskins loss, I'm calling you up. <laughs> Beautiful. Can't wait for those calls because there will probably be quite a few of those. <laughs> All right, Amit. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. Yeah, of course. Take it easy, guys. Uh, he's got Amit is killing it. He 
just knows everything there is to know about football. It's crazy how much he knows. Mm-hmm. He's so knowledgeable about stuff. And on his podcast, it's I, it's actually really good. You should listen to it. I know you should. You don't like sports as much as I do, but it's. But I really enjoy listening to him because he just he's I, fun and I listen, knowledgeable. I told him today. I said I listen to these other podcasts because I just want to get a feel. And I'm like, you're way better than these other guys. Mm-hmm. So, I'm 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 happy you came on the show. Uh, and that being said. get my script out because I can't do anything without Gabby just put me on blast Gabby Boofer. thank you for listening to a more interesting entertainment filled betting episode of can't win for losing you're welcome and thank you uh, you gotta be sure to check out our Facebook page that we're Facebook group page page which one are we using more often now the group okay good uh, check out the group uh, we're trying to interact with people more on there Uh, and spark up conversation and hopefully we'll start getting ideas from people what they actually want to hear about in entertainment or not entertainment but but like in sports and in general i just want to understand i want to know if other people are into betting i want to know if other people in the podcast i don't i don't know these things i do i'm all in about you you always tell me you listen to something new all the time yeah i am you've nobody a chance I no, I still keep them. I oh, keep everyone. Oh man, it's so much. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, half the day I can't. I'm just forget to start listening, and then I feel like I missed out on the whole day. Uh, go check us out on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Uh, we post some good content out there, so just give us a follow on there. Uh, you can slide into our DMs and ask us questions there. If you're not on the Facebooks like me for some reason, I guess <laughs> I'm the last person on the effing planet. You're not missing anything <laughs> except for our group. That's, why would you except for a group you're you want to take something and just ruin you know what can you edit me out of this entire episode because <laughs> i have put my foot in my mouth i have now no actor will ever want to work with me you can in my dreams go over to <laughs> apple uh podcast and never subscribe because we're horrendous <laughs> why would you ever want to do such a thing so don't subscribe don't rate and don't leave a great comment oh fuck <laughs> Uh, we'd appreciate it if you did subscribe and uh, rate us and leave a funny comment. It'd, it'd help us out a lot. Uh, but if you don't listen through the Apple uh, podcast, you can get us through Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever everybody else in the world says that your popular podcasts are sold. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of that little bit. Everybody says it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else to say, though. <laughs> uh, go over to mybookie.ag where you can use our promo code to get 50% off our free play. And what that'll do is you'll get uh, 50% free play up to your uh, of your initial deposit up to $1,000. And all you got to do is put in a promo code. And that promo code is... C-W-F-L. All you got to do is go put in that promo code. And that promo code again is... C-W-F-L. You weren't supposed to dance with me. <laughs> I was not supposed to talk by the way. We have a Patreon page. If you want to support us, that'd be a great way to do that. Uh, you can find that. All the links are in the description, so you don't have to go surfing for it. Uh, Gabby, where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie. I am also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. That is Phoenix with a zero gem. Because the three was taken. You could use the yeah. three as a the E as a three. I uh, tried them. We're gonna do that's my new bit. Every time you, we're gonna pick up a new number. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabby, 
Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. <laughs> I will catch you next time. See ya. Boop.